Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Skorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The books of the moment for today's episode are The House of Blood and Earth and The House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Mass. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing these books in all of their glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. And today's episode is going to be a little different because we are joined by a fellow bookish podcaster, Asma um, from the To The Stars Who Listen podcast. Welcome to the pod, Asma. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Of course. <laughs> Asma is a 19-year-old bookstagrammer who recently started her own podcast where she interviews the most popular bookish influencers, reviews the most hyped books, and interacts with her audience. She is currently studying to become a chartered accountant and is a self-proclaimed big mouth. Okay, we see you, future accountant. <laughs> the big mouth part is most accurate, I think. I the big mouth that. part? Honestly, me too. Yeah. Um, I don't know when to stop talking. Um, me neither. <laughs> this is why we do a podcast. Um, before, exactly. Seriously. <laughs> before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the books for the sake of contextualizing them. Quote, bound by blood, tempted by desire, unleashed by destiny. Bryce Quinlan had the perfect life, working hard all day and partying all night until a demon murdered her closest friends, leaving her bereft, wounded, and alone. When the accused is behind bars, but the crimes start up again, Bryce finds herself at the heart of the investigation. She'll do whatever it takes to avenge their deaths. Hunt Athalar is a notorious fallen angel, now enslaved to the archangels, he once attempted to overthrow his brutal skills and incredible strength have been set to one purpose to assassinate his boss's enemies no questions asked but with a demon wreaking havoc on the city he's offered an irresistible deal help bryce find the murderer and his freedom will be within reach as bryce and hunt dig deep into crescent city's underbelly they discover a dark power that threatens everything and everyone they hold dear and they find in each other a blazing passion one that could set them both free if they'd only let it with unforgettable characters sizzling romance and page-turning suspense this richly inventive new fantasy series by the number one new york times best-selling author sarah j mass delves into the heartache of loss the price of freedom and the power of love without further ado let's get into it Please. Exciting. <laughs> so I think we first want to talk a little bit about Sarah J. Mass and mm-hmm. um, just the conversation surrounding her and her books, um, because it it is like I think we've hesitated a lot covering any of her books on the podcast because mm-hmm. um, people either love her or they really, really hate her and <laughs> they seem to have good reasons to do so but it is like yes I don't know what do you what do you guys think um I've kind of had like a weird relationship with Sarah J Maas 
Um, specifically because I loved Akitas so much and it has mm-hmm. become part of my personality. I mean, yeah. my bookstagram is named after it, so is my <laughs> podcast. Um, it's quite clear to see. And so I've had kind of difficult relationship with it because I'm also a very socially active person in terms of social justice and those types of things. Um, and so it's been very difficult for me. I think the reason that I can still justify reading her work is that a lot of the kind of rumors about her are just that and that they are rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think some of the things that people say about her are unconfirmed. Um, and it kind of come about with very little proof. I do agree that a lot of her books kind of don't tend to um, include POC characters. Mm-hmm. And as a POC myself, that is kind of something that does stress me out. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping to see some change. And I know that she has included more POC characters um, in more recent books. I'm hoping mm-hmm. to see that continue on. Yeah. And Agreed. I think one of, one of the things that, uh, you know, Sammy and I have gone back and forth for, like she said, a long time regarding like, should we cover Akatar? Should we cover mm. SJM on the pod? And there's just, there's been so many various controversy bubbles that have, you know, popped up throughout the internet recently that we've just kind of like strayed Stay away, away from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we don't want people to think that we are being insensitive to issues. Our thing is, yeah. is we've looked up these issues that um, have been claimed to be, you know, issues with Sergey mm-hmm. Mass and we just like have found there's a lot of rhetoric just like saying she's a Zionist but not any you know specific backup yeah backup and like one of the things people are claiming is like I saw an article about how her grandmother you know helped the Israeli medical army or something back mm-hmm. in the day I'm like okay well if I ha- I one of my grandmothers is racist like does that make Oh totally me yeah does that make you racist no not at all <laughs> No yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. uh it, it's one of those things where you're like okay how much of this is people painting a picture that they want to mm. see because she like at the end of the day too right is she's a very popular very successful mm-hmm. Jewish woman, woman. yeah, yeah. In the media, and people love to tear women down, man. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I'm sure George R. R. Martin has said some stupid shit, but have I heard oh, he one has. controversy oh about God, him? No, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's a man writing fantasy. I don't know. You know, there's there's a lot yeah. there's a lot there. But we wanted to acknowledge it at the beginning of this episode because, I mean, pro- I guess if you really hate SJM, you're not even listening to this episode, right? But That's true. <laughs> <laughs> or you're hate listening. You're your hate listening. That's <laughs> yes. true. But uh, a bad comment. That I have <laughs> yeah, to say, please. like that being said, if like something very concrete were to come out of like confirmation, this is what you, she said, or this is oh, what totally. she's done, I'd be like, okay, done. Yeah, like, I'll eat my totally. words. I will, exactly for sure. I yeah. will Same. own that. My thing is, is like we can't we can't just be saying guilty as charged without can't be canceling mm. people without uh, any proof. reason yeah, proof, to proof. do so. Yeah, because I would I would hate to be in that position, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I never said that or did that or whatever, but yeah, sure, I guess, uh, you know. But so we wanted to acknowledge that in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. we can we can slide into the good shit, you know? Yes, <laughs> even whatever type of person she may or may not be. She puts um, something in these books that drugs. Just, There's um, drugs in these. There is literally something. <laughs> oh my god! It is just. Um, I don't even. I was trying to remember. I don't remember. Sam, when did I read Akatar? You read. I thought you read Akatar in like high school. No, I didn't. Oh, then you read it like beginning of 2020 pandemic. Was it pan? I think it was pandemic. That's I think it was. I remember. I, I remember yeah. you texting me and being like, 
I'm addicted. <laughs> you need to read these books. And then I remember, like, I bought the first, the first Akatar, and then I was like, okay, I'll get around to it. And then I just never did. Never. And did. then you made me pick it up, and we read like on Facetime once. You made me read like a hundred pages of it. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, but it it didn't have me in its grasps yet. I know. And I was like, it's the second book. You have to get the to first the second Akatar book. Actually, kind of sucks. I won't lie. It to does. You. It does. If I hadn't seen spoilers on TikTok, I'm not sure that I would have even continued on to the second book if i'm being completely honest if sammy hadn't talked up reese over and over and over again i probably wouldn't have continued so (laughs) oh my gosh if i didn't know reese existed i would have been done with it after the first 20 pages who is this tamlin bitch i'm not here for tamlin don't what is wrong with him yeah give me the dark and brooding one okay yeah (laughs) Um, exactly yeah but then I, i picked them all up uh i like properly picked up akatar back in like August of last year and then okay. it was uh, game over game over I was at the bookstore every week buying the next one because I was trying to pace mm. myself and then <laughs> at one point after I finished the second one I just bought the rest of them all together because I was like I know I'm gonna like these I'm gonna <laughs> totally. I'm gonna finish them but you uh having a uh an SJM related kind of vibey podcast we were like you mm-hmm. know what this is a good time for us to read Crescent City yes because we just haven't and the second one came out so had you guys like, not even read the first one? No, no. we had not. Sam I had started it. Yeah. I read a hundred okay, pages of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it was like late at night. I read like a hundred <laughs> pages in one sitting, and I think I was just kind of depressed over Connor. <gasps> And Danica okay. being dead. Yeah, and that's fair. So, that is such a fair opinion. <laughs> and I put my, and it was, it was like probably like two in the morning. I put my bookmark yeah. in. I just laid down and it was like, mm, I can't do this right now. And yeah. that was, I think, right when Crescent City came out. And then I finally picked it back up again last week for this yeah. podcast. So okay, um, I mean, I read Crescent City for the first time probably in lockdown last year. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I didn't enjoy it that much. I think the reason for that was because it was one of the first new adult books I had ever read. And yeah. so I wasn't necessarily used to the writing style. Um, and like I said earlier, I wasn't sure that I was even going to read Crescent City 2 just because of, you know, all the controversy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And after having that honest conversation with myself and saying that, you know, a lot of these rumors kind of are baseless, um, I then decided to read Crescent City 2. And in preparation for that, reread Crescent City 1. Mm-hmm. And it has now become one of my favorite books to ever exist. I don't know why. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love so the reread clarity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I did reread it. Otherwise, I would have been living in this oblivion of, you know, Crescent City 1, I don't mm-hmm. know, hatred or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's interesting that you guys just read it. Um, that m- must have been cool to go straight into book two as well. Oh, it was it was very cool to go into straight two. I just went straight into book, book two. three. My yeah, I am, oh, I am absolutely I don't know foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Yeah. Same. <laughs> I'm dying for even just the announcement. Like, forget the book. Exactly. I just want an announcement. Something. I, just give me I something. Have like a billion questions. Mm-hmm. Um. Now that uh, you know, we've finished book two. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's like big ones there, but I want to know how many more. Yeah. You know, because these are big um, boys. These aren't. You know, these aren't like little the little thin books right these are all big boys like 800 plus pages is not a little novella so i'm curious because i know like she lists in the front of the book like the different houses you Mm. know and so i'm wondering because she's going very in line i wonder if there's going to be four you know okay so supposedly she has confirmed that there'll only be three i was also wondering if she would do one per house 
Um, yeah. But yeah, apparently the next one is the last one, which I don't know <gasps> how I feel about. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that either. Neither but maybe... I, I'm very confused. Maybe now, okay, like, uh, I'm just going to reiterate spoilers ahead. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> Big ones, guys. Big, big ones. ones. Huge. <laughs> but it's like, I think if she, like, at this point now, like, the characters could merge and she could just continue on with the Akatar series I or do another these questions so i've done all the research oh my goodness i love everything basically she has confirmed that the next book she puts out will be crescent city 3 right, um yeah. and i'm not 100 percent sure where that will be in the akata timeline because mm-hmm. realistically it could be very far in the future um mm-hmm. however i don't think that will be the case because i think it will give as spoilers based on who he ends up with and stuff exactly. like that exactly um so i think it will happen straight after court of silver flames and what a lot of people think it's going to do is set up grinriel as end game and then the next book yes. will be Azriel's avatar book yes. okay okay i love yes. that i'm okay with yeah. that so <laughs> my thing too is i feel like we all should have seen this coming um like the ending of the second book coming because yeah. I was telling Sammy this the other day before we had read them, right? I was like, why is she doing the next Crescent City book and not the next Akatar? She Ak- is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Akatar is her most famous series. She's got, mm-hmm. like, all the bags she wants to get from this if she really wants it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why is she going to publish from the series that not everybody is reading instead of the series that everybody is reading? And now it makes true. sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, true. Especially since a lot of her core fan base doesn't even necessarily like Crescent City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of shocking, but anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, I, um, <laughs> Sam was reading Crescent City two um, ahead of me, and she was kind of. I know. I know. So Sam I'm a the- spoiler. I, oh no really I, uh-huh i okay I, I, I know i think it's because i have uh, i don't know it's some manifestation of my anxiety if i know <laughs> that there's something to know and there's like a certain a lot of time i have to wait for it i just cannot yeah. deal with it. it stresses me oh, out wait so you mean that you google spoilers yourself yes. not that you give yes okay, I, do no, that too. I do that too okay okay, okay. So I, okay, so I'm FaceTiming Sam and she's ahead of me because I'm, I just finished Crescent City 1 and I have like all these questions or I'm like about to finish Crescent City 1 or something. And, oh, Sam and I were speculating on like, because we were so like, is Hunt really endgame? Like SJM's really going to give us the first, Mm -hmm. the first love interest. Yeah. (laughs) So stressed. And so I was like, we can't get attached. Like it's, he's going to die violently Mm. or it's going to just be someone else it's gonna be a tamlin thing like he's gonna turn out to be just an asshole yeah (laughs) exactly so we're talking that she's like these are the characters kind of big in the second book and i'm like okay okay and then she mentioned she goes like everyone's just saying like the last line of the book is just like insane and i'm sitting here (laughs) the book like five feet away from me and i'm like really really and so she hangs up and i flip open to the last line she did did. no i did and i this was the one book where i didn't do that because i knew it was an explosive ending and so i just made myself (laughs) read it i was like i'm not doing that this time See, I I couldn't deal with it. And I still had, like, even though I didn't know the lead up to it, I was sitting there shaking, like, my heart was, like, fluttering. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. I FaceTimed (laughs) her back, 
of course. Um, she was like, do you want to know what the last line was? I was like, no. <laughs> you said yes. And I so did. I told you. you. No, did you both know what it was? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, having like a, I'm having like, I don't know, hot palpitations for you. I feel like you really needed to read it. <laughs> to be fair, at that point though, I think I only had like half of the book left. So I was kind of like, still. I know, yeah. I know. It was still such a big spoiler, but no, it, it guys, did make me excited to finish it at least. Like, like I mean, okay. Sure. Really lit a fire under your ass. I really thought that this crossover was going to happen from the beginning of Crescent City 1. As soon as they started kind of talking about worlds and different worlds and how they were gateways to different worlds and that type of thing, I was like, this is totally going to happen. I didn't (gasps) think it would be such a big deal. Um, Because you know at the end of Throne of Glass, there is that kind of little Easter egg. So I thought it would be something like that. Neither of us have read Throne of Glass. We haven't read Throne of Glass. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. You didn't spoil it. You just said Easter egg. I like Easter eggs. It was an Easter egg. It wasn't that big of a deal. And so I thought it would be something similar. And when I got to like the last hundred pages of House of Sky and Breath, I was like, okay, fine. This is not going to happen in this book. Maybe in the next book. (laughs) And then as I continued reading, I realized that someone had told me that the ending of this book was a good ending and not a bad one and Uh so I was like wait maybe this is going to happen in the last 10 pages and then I got to the point where you know Bryce was going to hell and I was like okay this could totally happen Mm -hmm. and the moment that she was going sideways instead of down I was like let's go guys (laughs) it's happening (laughs) it really reminds that like last her winnowing attempt thing Mm -hmm. uh really reminded me I'm in the middle of um V.E. Schwab's trilogy uh, a darker shade of magic and they do a similar thing and their pro- the the um idea is you have to be in the exact same spot to winnow between worlds so oh, that fun. really reminded me of that like maybe in that and now it like gave me a theory like what if because isn't valeris like like covered what am i trying to say like it's hidden it's like kind of hidden yeah yeah it's like Was a flip it- was so it I'm though wondering... after all of the wars and stuff like by the end of what we know of Akatar, is it still kind of like covered? I don't remember. Oh wow, that's a good question. I, I don't think they ever addressed he, that. I think he they kind of lifted it once. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. But now it's making me think like maybe exactly where they were at the end, whatever that place was, the mm. that she was like infiltrating with everybody. Maybe in when she was trying to winnow out you know it was more of uh she winnowed in the exact same spot somewhere else see i have i have a different theory okay i think was this this was the first time she winnowed with the star sword yes oh yeah i think so she went well. to truth teller oh. yeah yeah it took yeah, her to truth you're teller. right you're yeah. right no one's right that's the great things about theories yeah like, can, anything can know. be true i love yeah. it <laughs> I'm just so interested to see where the story is going because, like, Sammy's been sending me a billion TikToks in the last 24 it, hours. TikTok knew the moment I finished <laughs> A House of Sky and Breath, every single video on my TikTok for you page was theories, spoilers. These are my thoughts. Like, I had none before that. And then- I think that. I had been avoiding it so avidly that my TikTok is still keeping it away from me. Yeah, so I, I haven't that seen that many on TikTok. I've seen a lot on Bookstagram, um, but not that many too. on TikTok. 
Oh my yeah. goodness. Sammy was just sending me a bunch of TikToks and I was like, oh wait, these are all like really good theories. <laughs> mm-hmm. I <laughs> oh, haven't thought of that. I, didn't think yeah, I know. That. I don't know how people come up with these really intense theories where they like kind of merging all three series and they mm-hmm. talking about these massive crossovers and explaining why they don't think the cra- crossover is going to be, you know, that significant. And I'm like, yeah. wow, you came up with all of that in one night. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> do you sleep? Um, I know. What time do you have that I don't? It's so, so 50-50, too, because it's, like, all these really great theories, and then there's no fan art of the new, the characters from the series. So I'm going to send you all the fan art. Oh, I'm please do. Please do. I'm so excited about it. You don't even understand. Yes, please do. I will forever live in your debt. Um. So one thing, one thing that was kind of cool about knowing that there was a – like, Bryce goes to Valeris – um, and not having confirmation yet that Hunt and Bryce were mates, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe Bryce and, and Asriel. Was- yeah. And I was like, honestly, very, I was kind of like, honest, but like her vibe kind of fits more with Cassian, yes. I mm-hmm. felt like. So I was like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know how perfect of a match that was, but like that was still very exciting of like, Oh my god, you the idea of it, and so I was kind of thinking on that. And then Sam goes, Oh, yeah, no, they're mates. It's like, it's confirmed. (laughs) I was so skeptical, like little into spoilers and each other's spoilers like this. Well, so since I know that Sammy likes spoilers, I like when I'm ahead of her in the book we're reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can get because also, this is this was like different when we usually record, we do not talk about the books at all until we Mm. record Mm -hmm. because that we want like the most authentic reaction but it's kind of yeah. different when we have a guest because then yeah. <laughs> we still have an authentic reaction to you saying something yeah you know? i guess <laughs> but um, um i was so skeptical through the whole second book because i was like everybody else was skeptical about hunt being endgame so i don't trust yeah. him and my biggest thing was that they weren't having sex Oh yes, when when they're not having sex in Sarah J. Mass books, you just know it's not going to happen. I was like, yeah. I was like, there's something sus here. They're only totally. doing oral. Something is very <laughs> sus here. I don't trust it. And then it turned out to just be like, well, once For we me, do that, we're so powerfully mated. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, all that for nothing. <laughs> um. For me, I kind of felt that although there was definitely a lot of fear in my mind, I just kind of thought that you know, okay, if the, you look at the first Akatar book. It's very, very thin in comparison and they're very, like, there's not enough time for her to fully set up a relationship with Tamlin. And I feel that a lot of the First Crescent City book did focus on Bryce and Hunt's relationship. Mm -hmm. And I just felt that she wouldn't have done that much work to kind of break them down, if that makes sense. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, she was going to end up with Adas or something like that. Um, And I don't feel that she had done enough work to build up Adas as a character. I feel that in Akatar, um, Reese was built up as a character, not necessarily a good character. Um, But but we did have some sort of background on him. Um, And so for me, I I just wasn't completely sure um, if she was going to... And I think that's what made it more, more stressful. Yeah. I also think, um, I know, like, I loved when Sammy was reading the first book and she was, like, trying to guess who could potentially, like, one-up Hunt. And she mm-hmm. was like, is it going to be Micah? <laughs> <laughs> that did not age well. Stop. And I, I was, like, refraining from, from, like, making a face. I remember being like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you, you know? I don't know. Oh, my but gosh. That would have been terrible. I think little it did she it. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um i do kind of like the idea of 
Akita having a plot in it but not having like a major plot because I do feel mm-hmm. that the Crescent City plot does stand very well on its own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like I, th- I thought the plot of this book was incredible, specifically the second one. I really liked the idea of, you know, the whole rebellion um, mm-hmm. and the fact that both sides of that was so morally gray and you couldn't necessarily pick a side um, mm-hmm. because yeah. both of them, you know, had their flaws and had you know, something that they were really fighting for. I, wa- I did find myself more on the side of humans, but then they did do some pretty shitty things, so I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, me yeah, in so normal know. politics. <laughs> I know. Totally. I'm on the side of humans, but they do relationship, <laughs> shit, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. So true. <laughs> Before we move on to discuss the rest of Crescent City, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. All right, let's continue the conversation. Okay. Okay. So, Dan, were you guys, like, I, I don't know why I wasn't very, like, suspect of Danica. Like, all of these, all of the secrets coming out through the end of the second book, all the shit mm. she was doing without Bryce knowing was, like, I don't know, that was really, like, kind of hard, hard pill for me to swallow, I guess. Um, I feel like I, the second that they started re- to reveal that Danica had a couple secrets. I was like, okay, I no oh, longer trusted yeah. what she did. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love Danica in the first book. Mm-hmm. Danica was my bitch. Like, Danica was my bestie. <laughs> I love Danica. Now I hate Danica. She's like an evil genius. I feel like she's 10 steps ahead of everyone. I'm so confused about how she was able to do so much in the span yeah. of like two years. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of confused, especially since she was living with Bryce. She had yeah. a pack, she had three jobs. Like, how did she manage to do all this stuff? Um, and I just feel like she was a kind of a bad friend to Bryce um, mm-hmm. in the sense that there were a lot of things she was keeping from her for, for no reason. Um, yeah. Specifically, the whole mate thing. I understand yeah. the general reason. But, I mean, if someone is your best, best, be- best friend, and the way that Bryce talks about Danica, I would have expected better. Yes, yes. I also am starting to wonder if, like, it's so sad because Bryce was truly, like, she was my sister like yeah. and it was it was the type of friendship where people were like were you guys lovers like mm. that's not yeah. normal you know <laughs> yeah. and um and i'm wondering because she could sniff her out like and she was looking into like this um starlight stuff yeah was she friends was she keeping bryce close for other ulterior reasons like oh, that was like right because she could sniff like she knew like she knew about Bryce's abilities and all these things. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm just wondering, like, ooh, were her reasons for being so close to Bryce different than Bryce's? Yeah. Mm. I like kind of the idea that she is a constant in the story because I think it mm-hmm. really ties all the books together. Because for me, there was a big disjoint between the first and second books and that the first book was more like a mystery um, mm-hmm, and this book mm-hmm. took a completely different vibe. Yeah. Um, but I like that Danica kind of is the mystery in, in all of this. Yeah. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. That totally um, makes sense. Yeah. I, I just really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I remember telling Sammy when I started the second book, I was like, I can't figure out what the conflict is. 
Mm-hmm. Like, mm. until I was about halfway in, and then I was like, okay, I guess I understand what the conflict is. <laughs> but in the first book, there was a clear conflict. It was like, yeah. Danica died, Danica was killed, so was the rest of the pack, and now we have to figure out who done it and mm-hmm. why. And yeah. I was like, okay, it's clear, straightforward, I'm allowed, and now I have the ability to, like, make guesses while I'm reading, you know? And then mm-hmm. the second book, I was like, what is happening? I kind of was almost bored the first, like, 200, 300 pages of the second book. I know. Sam, you were like, I don't really like this one very yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I was like, I don't know. It's not doing it for me as much as the first one was. And then, like, about 400 pages in, I was like, okay, all right, it's picked up. And then I remember Here texting Sammy, I'm sorry I said it was boring. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> apologize profusely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I liked that there were so many, each chapter was like a different character mm. perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, we got insight into Therian, Ethan, <laughs> um, Rune. Oh my God, I fucking love Rune. I love Rune. Oh, same. Uh, Bryce he's like, Hunt. he's a king. I'm obsessed with him. He yeah, really he's great. is. Oh, I love it. I saw, I saw a theory today. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm living for we're gonna have to like make a group chat and just send all of the Please. series <laughs> and stuff. Please. Yes, sounds good. Um <laughs> there was one so Rune may not even be related to the autumn like <gasps> to Oh because, my gosh. Because oh. and it's so it's like a Lucian type thing. <gasps> um, and that's why <sighs> Rune and Bryce's dad <laughs> hates Rune so much. He knows he's not actually. Yeah, because he's like, and that's why he looks like, because all of them are supposed to have red hair, pretty much. Yeah. And Rune doesn't. Rune looks like Reese. Right. Yeah. <gasps> Imagine that he's from the other world. Exactly. Yeah. I'm grieving, oh crying, throwing up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm just so in I need like so many answers in this next book. Yeah. But that's the beauty of it. Like uh, what you were saying before, how it took you a while to get into the book and the fact that you thought that not a lot was happening for a while. Yeah. I've heard that from a bunch of people, specifically people that are reading it currently and are not being able to get into it um, as quickly as they would have liked. I actually thought that was a really interesting trait about this book and a cool like aspect of the writing style is that for a while you really, you, for a while, you really didn't know what you were reading about mm-hmm, and you were mm-hmm. just reading about their lives. Um, and I thought that was really cool because, you know, they did introduce so many different characters. Mm-hmm. And to really care about those characters, you had to have an idea for what each one of them were going through. Um, and so I did actually enjoy the parts where we didn't have like a clear cut conflict, which is not my normal kind of, mm-hmm. you know, preference. Mm-hmm. I'm normally, I'm there for a big conflict. I want like a huge climax. I want a huge mm-hmm. calm down. I want all of that stuff. Um, so I was quite surprised. And I think it's an un- unpopular opinion of mine that I really did enjoy those bits that had nothing to do with the conflict. Yeah, just yeah. watching them be uh, friends and people and working mm. together yeah. was very yeah. nice. I think I like that a lot more in a shorter book. You know what I'm saying? Okay, fair. I think yeah. maybe that's why I was like bored because I'm like, I really have to read 800 pages and we're getting them <laughs> fucking around for pizza uh, night. Like, yeah. come on. Right? I was kind of like, okay, can we, you know, <laughs> can we move past this? But totally. but I agree that I do, I at the end of the day, right, like post-story, I do like to have those moments where you get a little more insight into just their, like, everyday lives and stuff. Especially because then by the end of the book, right, it's like the found family gets split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, wow, those beginning moments hurt all the much more now because mm. they don't have them anymore. So yeah. I, I exactly. understand the purpose of it. I think I was just like, okay, <laughs> this is 800 pages. <laughs> Can we skip pizza night? Um. <laughs> True. Oh, I love that. They do have a lot of pizza nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, I think one of the funniest things about not knowing if Hunt was Endgame for a while was um, 
Sammy thinking she knew spoilers. Like, she was like, well, what about Rune? I've heard a lot about Rune. <laughs> and I was like, they're related. They're brother and sister. <laughs> because I, I had, this was before I even, like, picked um, Crescent City, the first one, back up. And I was oh, just saying okay. fan art of Rune. And so I had forgotten that Rune, like, Rune was introduced right off the bat. As, uh, like, yeah, as a brother, I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> but I forgot about that. And I was just seeing all of this fan art of Rune. I was like, oh, so he must be, like, the other love interest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, um, what, did you guys, what did you guys think of Cormac? Ooh, yeah. He was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I liked him for a while. Then I started to really like him, which I'm not sure was the point. I'm not sure if we were supposed to like him. Um, yeah. And then when he died, I was really sad. Yeah, okay, was, but are point. they going to pull a, we didn't see someone actually finding the body, so maybe he's magically su- still alive? Like he winnowed at the last moment? I don't know if there would be a point to that, because if yeah. I'm being yeah. honest, besides Rune, I'm not sure that any of the characters were super attached to him. Mm-hmm. And so normally when they do that, I feel like there's a very solid reason. Unless he's like some major, major plot twist or major plot device that's needed in book three. I don't know if it will happen. That's true. He really isn't necessary. Like he played his role yeah. of yeah. like giving them more information and getting them there. And now it's kind of up to them. You're right. 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 Yeah. I agree. I thought it was strange that like his whole purpose in the beginning was to like be engaged to Bryce. Because when they were like cousins, I was like, huh? I mean but like they were talking and it's like I feel like it's so hard because like with all these like fantasy like the strong house type things it would be like just <laughs> inaccurate to not mention the fact that where they like prioritize keeping the bloodline strong or pure yeah. you know so it's like it's it is uncomfy to read about but that is very like I think reflective yeah it is very on point to be like yeah you you keep it within the family because you want those like pure bloodlines I was extra confused when like Bryce's light thing was shining for him him? I was like oh "Oh, no 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 (laughs) oh yeah and I I thought that they were really going to end up together and then I was thinking stop reading yeah Yeah, I was like I can't I can't I can't do the cousins thing I'm sorry (laughs) Sam Sam uh, was like convinced for a little bit it was gonna be Ethan. I was and, convinced it was gonna be Ethan. And I was like, that if it's weird. Connor's little brother. Exactly. Weird, weird, weird. But yeah. they, they they mentioned that Ethan met Bryce first, and then mm-hmm. Connor was like, Oh my god, well, did you meet her? She's beautiful. <laughs> and then Ethan was like, Okay, I guess I'm gonna step back because my brother likes her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And because he's so cute. And then there was a part where he was like, At one point, I even thought maybe the tug I had towards her was like a mating thing, like mm-hmm. roommates. And so I was yeah. like, Oh my God, it's Ethan. It's Ethan. But you it sent me that line, and I was like, you were what? like, who is that? Who what? Is that? Yeah. I covered everything so she couldn't see who it was because I'm, oh, I'm no. not going to provide the spoilers. <laughs> just, the, just the line. And she was Make like, who is it? For it? Who is it? I'm going to flip to wherever you are in the book. What page is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I was like, no. <laughs> you had told me, too. You were like, I'm a little under halfway. And so I just went and I started flipping through like 100 pages <laughs> looking for that. This is how, like invested uh, you on spoilers <laughs> yes I don't, i'm like i could have just actually sat and read the book but no. <laughs> yeah that would have taken way less time <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus how did you guys feel about sophie and emil were you like really invested in that that was an interesting um 
little side plot thing that like again like kind of drove alongside all the other things that were happening and like was intertwined but it was interesting like opening up with that and then having agent silverbow as cormac yeah yeah yeah, cormac yeah Mm -hmm. and because like at first i was like hey what is the point of this and um i really didn't see emil not having powers coming coming oh mm-hmm. neither did i i was because i had to because... read it a couple of times to understand what was happening if i'm mm-hmm. being honest yeah because i was like i thought that it was like confirmation any suspicions i would have had would have been totally like oh no he has to be powerful because this 13 year old just escaped from like all of yeah. these people hunting him like there and he stole a boat and two boats and all this yeah. stuff yeah two boats i was like what um, I'm going to be real. When you said Sophie and Emil just now, I was like, who? And then I remember. <laughs> um, I think they were very back burner to the story for me. Yeah. Um, I did absolutely cry for the first time in the book when I, Bryce revealed that she sent Emil to be adopted mm-hmm. by her parents. How cute. Yeah. Oh, I just my I also did cry cracked. after you. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then Hunt. I'm such a selfless person. I love I love, I love, I love. And it was like that was, I think, the final moment, too, where Hunt was like, okay yeah like yeah yeah he was like totally head over heels like this like he was like shahar would have never yeah done Mm. that and i love that that uh what is it like distinguishment is that a word distinction distinction yeah yeah all right there you go (laughs) english yeah we did it english is so fun anyway um i love that distinction because i think that for me it was kind of it was kind of hard to read because I felt that Hunt had been in this like really all-consuming relationship before and I was trying to figure out what was different about his relationship Mm -hmm. with Bryce and what made it so special to him and I love that that distinction was made very clear at that point Um, and the fact that you know he said that Shahar never said that she loved him I felt Mm -hmm. that to be so sad I was like whoa bro you did a whole lot for her you now (laughs) call an angel that was like a slave for 200 years because of this woman who never told you she loved you like what is going on um, yeah, that, that really broke my heart for him. So I have a question: Have you ever read the series "Daughter of Smoke and Bone"? No. Okay. Apparently, it's just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've been trying to make Sammy read it for a while now, but when I was reading these books, I was like, they are very similar to the Daughter okay. of Smoke and Bone series. Like very similar. There's Chimera. There's a little like um, fairy Chimera thing, kind of like. Uh, what was her name? Lahaba. Lahaba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rip Lahaba. Um, I know. Lahaba <laughs> was a was a G. Lahaba was. She really was. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Um, but there's like so there's like fallen angels and the archangels who want to take over and like there's this like mix up between the worlds kind of. I was like reading and I was like these are really similar. Really, that really sounds similar. the same actually. It was extra. I was sitting there like okay, this is a little, a little. Mm-hmm. maybe she's been a fan. reading yeah <laughs> those books came out in 2015 girly like, oh my gosh <laughs> but i was I, so i was just curious if you'd read them too because i, I was like the whole I, time i, I was like whoa I was, uh, they're really good i really enjoyed them <laughs> they sound great i need to read them now i read them when um, i was like 16 <laughs> love that I feel like we've jumped around so much. I we don't have. even know where to go now. Um, it's all about what was what were the things that stood out to you the most, I guess. Um, what else stood out to me? 
Asma, do you have any other big things you want to talk about? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yes. do you know what I really loved? I loved the Daybright um, kind of storyline. Oh, I thought that rude. was so oh, exciting. How did yes. we not talk about that already? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that storyline was actually one of my favorites. And I won't lie. I knew who it was. Um, From a spoiler that- or just knowing? No, 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 I just knew. I knew it was going to be either the hind or the hoppy. Um, I kind of had it that it was going to be either of those two because I thought that would be the most shocking reveal. For a while, I thought it would be Hypaxia, but then I thought of the fact that that whole kind of surprise reveal had already happened in book one. And so I didn't think that they, they would mm-hmm. use that Do a double, kind of yeah. again. Um, and so and- I, I, I thought it was the hoppy. And then when that whole thing with the fountain happened and the hind was there, I was like, this is too much of a coincidence. This is definitely mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Um, but I feel that that actually added to my experience. I don't think it took away from any big reveal, anything like that, because mm-hmm. I think the reveal was done in such an amazing way at the exact right moment um, yeah. that it just really, it was amazing. I loved it. I really thought it was going to be Celestia or whatever. Celestia. Okay, sh- yeah. yeah. Until we found out that she was with Hypaxia. And Which, then I was go like, off, I think, that. yeah. True. I love that. That was great. And yeah. then I was thinking this, then when the hind was at that spot at midnight with Rune, I was like, all right, I'm sus of you now. Yeah. I, I, I didn't notice this, but when they're in the bar and the hind and the harpy come in to like play cards with them. Mm-hmm. remember to yeah. play ethan and yeah. um yeah rune literally goes the most beautiful girl i've ever seen it was straight up a reese and Farrah oh. moment oh uh, wow i never thought oh. about that i didn't even like notice that and they were like sjm like you can't fool me twice like obviously <laughs> like Stop, that's she, so funny it was literally like the same line that Farah gave when she saw reese yeah. and so it was like okay I completely overlooked that, but (laughs) I'm glad I had TikTok to point out that I'm an idiot. So what? What a G TikTok is. Honestly, (laughs) have you guys seen the theories that um, the hind is a daymati like Reese, so she can look into people's minds? Oh, <gasps> whoa! Um, because a lot of people are saying that during those COD games, she knew things about <gasps> both Rune and Ethan that she should not have known, even if she is like the greatest spy master. That's so um, and true. And I think that's the reason why she is the greatest spy master because she can go into people's <gasps> minds. And then another thing is at the end, right at the end, when she's trying to talk to Rune in his mind, um, normally a person wouldn't be able to use his own gift against him. So, like, if he didn't want to talk to them. They wouldn't be able to talk to him in his mind. But right. she was able to kind of claw through his walls. And it was a very similar description to one <gasps> that they talked about in Akatar. Oh, I have chills. God. I have chills. <laughs> oh, my the God. The insane, guys. Oh, my God. There's another theory. I, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm losing my mind all over again. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, we need um, to know. So, you know, you know the Dusk's Truth whole situation with Danica? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So a lot of people are saying, because, you know, everyone was super confused why there wasn't a dusk court in Akatar, because that was mm-hmm. the only kind of oh, I've seen that was left out. Mm-hmm. And so people are kind of wondering if dusk's truth has to do with the dusk court. And people are saying that, you know, the night court is so vastly big compared to the other courts and wondering if the place where the prison is, is actually the dusk <gasps> court that was taken oh over God, yeah. by the Asterai. <gasps> um, and so I'm wondering now... Does that mean that Sarah J. Mass had all of this plan before she even started writing Akatar? That's what I was thinking. Oh, I shit. also, I also, 
everyone who was I saw something where it was like, guys, I didn't think I would have to tell you this, but pick up a quart of frost and starlight. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. You sent me a lot of those TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry. <laughs> and um because it was like, oh, the feline presence mm-hmm. of like there was and it like rubbed up against the legs and stuff, and it was like, oh my god, that could be the real Atis. In yeah. the library. In yeah. the library with them. <laughs> and, like, just, like, all of these little connections. And then there's, like, also the library, the seven levels of the library. Mm-hmm. And the seven and, levels of Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was, like, some weird thing where it was, like, that could have been the gateway. Like, that could be the gateway in that world, too, yeah. somehow. Especially since there's that thing at the bottom of the library that no one really knows what exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh that just makes sense. It's oh crazy. I mean, and actually, she would have had to thought of to have, she would have had to have thought of all of this since Throne of Glass days, because as I said, there was an Easter egg oh about Crescent God. City and Throne of Glass, which was like oh ten God. years before she even started writing Crescent City. Oh my God, <laughs> this woman, whatever she may be, cannot deny this woman's brain is just. I want to know how she. How does she have this much creativity? Yeah. Like I think I start stories all the time and then they die out because i can't think of the next thing that would ever happen and then okay mm. whatever how how, how is she, she do this? i can't even think of good names let alone like a good storyline <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of like good names and that's where i stop yeah. <laughs> i'm like okay well uh, my mind is blown like i remember just texting sammy as i was like in the last 150 pages of the second book being like mm. plot twist plot twist again there's another one <laughs> 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 oh my gosh no people like new throne of glass as the book with the most plot twist and i think that it does kind of still beat out um it does beat crescent city in certain ways but i do think that the twists and turns in house of sky and breath specifically kind of had a better lead up to them if that makes sense so i think okay. a lot of people are going to look at this as the new twist and turn sarah j mass book Okay, so question: If we were to hypothetically cover Throne of, Gra- Throne Throne of Grass, Grass? Yeah. <laughs> Throne of Glass, um, in the near future, dude, when are we gonna have time would for that? You, that would shit's you like come on not- for it, <laughs> bro? I would be here in a heartbeat, like here in a heartbeat. So, um, sorry. Rune, can we talk about Rune having sex in his mind with? Um, yeah, that no, was a literal mind fuck. That. It was a literal mind fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's a good way to put it. That is a good way to put it. Thank you. I was waiting. I was. uh, I wrote that down so I could use that (laughs) in this podcast. Is it bad that I thought that was the best sex scene? It was. was. I thought so too. (laughs) It really was. I actually okay. Don't kill me. I thought that some of the Bryce and Hunt sex scenes were cringy. That's why I didn't think they were Endgame when they were doing like weird oral in the gym after she's sweaty and working out. I was like, oh, even the the sexting situation. I was not feeling that. It was cringy. I was just like, I don't. This isn't it. That's why I was like, oh, he must not be Endgame because you know how SJM is in a sex scene when they're mates, mates. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I I also thought. I also thought Akatar the best the my favorite scenes were the um in the Court of Nightmares and the Inn. I thought those were Oh yeah. I liked those more than the like actual at the yeah. yeah. The tension is it for me. That's all I know. Yeah. 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 I think maybe that's what SJM was trying to do with like the pushing off them actually have having sex thing too. It was like try to Possibly, create yeah. tension for us, but it didn't I do think, it for me. 
I think she also just wanted to wait to really because like the sex did confirm that they were mates. yeah it was a, it was a big reveal yeah but I, I felt like also we were supposed to be like oh my god then when they do have sex it's such a payoff but yeah just, but but also finally. I didn't necessarily like the fact that the first time they did it was when she was trying to calm Hunt down yeah, yeah. Like let me calm you down yeah i don't know if i liked it i don't know i think i remember texting sammy that when they finally like had a smutty part not even mm. like sex they were it was just like when when she gives him a blowjob i was like <laughs> i was like this took so fucking long that it doesn't i'm not even excited it's not even a, yeah, yeah yeah no i completely get that i completely get that and i mean imagine if you had read the book when it actually came out and you would be waiting two years for it dead ass dead ass <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get that. <laughs> now we are in that boat waiting for the third book. So. The next one, yeah. Totally. God damn. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for whenever that comes out. I feel I like... Ho- oh, wait. Okay, wait. Because Sammy and I already have a theory of what color it's going to be. The cover. Oh, please tell guess me. I need think. to know. No, um, you, I want your guess first. <laughs> I'll tell you. The, the logical jump, right? Mm-hmm. In my mind, for some reason, <laughs> is green. Yes, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Why does our brains think it should be green? Because I think purple would be really pretty, but it's too close to the blue one. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. There's nothing that's different. Could be yellow. Oh, true. Yeah. That would be really pretty. It could pretty. be yellow. Because, like, yellow. starlight yellow, maybe. I don't that's know. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't that know why cool. everybody feels like it's green. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. it feels but like I've already cool. seen the cover. Same, actually. Right? Like, I can Same. see it, but green. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it would be cool if there were four books, and then she could just do, like, all the primary colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be satisfying. That would be cute. That's why she should write four books. That specifically. Agree. Agree. <laughs> and it just makes the most sense with the little list of the houses in the beginning. and Exactly. How she's gone in order. So. Why would she want to break the order? But if it were Come primary on. colors, it would only be three, and it would be red, blue, and yellow. I mean, if you want to get real specific, it would be magenta, cyan, and yellow. Apparently, I don't know what primary colors are. <laughs> if you wanted to get real specific there. <laughs> um, okay, do you guys have favorite lines? Wait, are we really so done? So many. I need, no, like, we, we can keep going if you want, but we're, okay. well, we, we we're shooting for an hour. I know, I know, I know. But I feel like we're mi- we're still, like, not talking about big things. Okay, what are like, your the big fact, things? Like, the Asteri were, like, are, like, on charging pads and are like feeding the whole like feeding off of the first lights like for like all of that shit uh-huh yeah Sorry, it, that was many tangents the way you guys have american accents and can actually pronounce the words in this book no no, no 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 that, no 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 we're cheating we're cheating because we both <laughs> listen to the audiobooks yeah that's so the I'm only just, reason we did, we did that trust me i'm regurgitating what i heard that's it because like i'm like asteroid i don't even call rune rune i decided to call him run because i can't take the name rune seriously for some reason um but anyway continue run. i kind of like run. it better as run. i know <laughs> i don't know why i can take that seriously but anyway um no, yeah, the asteroid are creepy, girl. they like, so creepy. I can't believe that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think that whole reveal was super confusing to me because I was, like, focusing on... I think at that point, I was, like, I knew that there was something to do with the Akatar books in the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I was, like, literally wait. told you, yeah, like, so I was, the line. Like, I was kind of, like, ignoring everything. It's like, I just got to get to the last page. <laughs> Same. The last chapter, I didn't even read any of the details. Like, I don't remember anything. I need to go and reread it. Yeah. I just remember the... 
she's there and there's Azriel and then ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all your brain does yeah um so what, what about what did happen with the Asteri in the end like they're evil so, obviously they eat so worlds. they're literally <laughs> yeah they're literally like this is some marvel shit they go it is between worlds this whole book was marvel it mm-hmm. really was it was it also- was before actually before marvel did marvel because this came out before no way home guys that is true <gasps> oh my god it was written true. before that at least yeah but um this so the Steri kind of are they're like they don't even know where their home planet is but they go and what they do is like they feed off of like souls kind of like the energy yeah of people and the more powerful the people the more they get from them so that's why they kind of and then they used midgard as this like they were bringing that's why there's so many different bloodlines like so many different creatures and bloodlines on midgard is because it's like a base camp pretty much where they brought in like creatures and beings from different worlds to use to feed off of them so, like, the, everybody oh. on Midgard mm-hmm. is not originally from Midgard. That's why it's, like, yeah. when Danica was going to research all of these different bloodlines and stuff, mm. she, like, kind of got to the end where it was, like, they came from somewhere else, kind of, I think. So, my theory, I don't know if anyone has already said this, but in my mind I came up with it, is that the Fae are from the Akatar world. Yeah. And mm-hmm. instead of the, the, the Fae and the Shifters were actually both fae, but they had just evolved differently. Right, and it was like two mind, technically fae species. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, the shifters came from the Throne of Glass world. I know you guys haven't read Throne of Glass, but this okay. isn't a spoiler. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just think that it makes logical sense because some of the fae, specifically the cadre, if you guys have read Throne of Glass, are able to shift their forms. And so, for example, Rowan can be a bird at times. Right, um, okay. And, you know, you know, different people have different forms. And I think that it would make sense if the shifters were some sort of, you know, species of fae from that world. So mm-hmm. I'm now wondering if we're going to get, like, a all three spin-off Together. situation happening. But I don't know if that's wishful thinking. What do you think Hunt is? Because it kind of came down of, like, Hunt is more than just... An angel, too. Yeah, weird wings. I think that Hunt might be a descendant of Hell. Oh. Um, oh. Or something like that? I don't know. How, so um, then how was he how Like, he was able, though, to have, like, a fey like, mating thing. Because, like, that I was just, big. It was, like, an interspecies. Wait, but I thought, I, but I thought like, it was more because Bryce has the mating thing. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be, like, a special thing that, you know, no one else had been able to do that interspecies type of... Right. I don't think there's any any specific reason why. Yeah. Well, they were saying at the end, like, the Asteria were, like, hunt, like, you kind of... You don't even know, like, what you the are. The of it, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then Aedis' and then whole lot- thing of, like, bringing together their powers. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people also saying that he is a descendant of Thor because there was that, um, that like, what was it? A statue of Thor in the, the archives where Bryce oh. was working. And so oh. it looked like Hans. And so people are saying God. that must be Hans' father. Um, I don't know if that's too meta. I know. I think that's <laughs> that actually works. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. 
There are so many theories. There's so there was a lot of stuff in this book. That's what yeah. there was a lot. I will say. I mean, there what about Ethan? Ethan and the alpha wolf that he mm-hmm. has now. Oh, can I just say responsibility? It was so funny because Sammy read the epilogue also <laughs> when she was spoiling the book for herself. No, and so no. She's, she's talking to me and she's like, "So Danica's alive?" And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and then Wait, I realized what? she means the wolf. She meant the oh. wolf in the thing. She thought it was Danica waking oh, up. I saw the lost fender like. like oh no i haven't actually haven't read the epilogue i was too excited <gasps> what do you know <laughs> i was too excited by the end line and oh, i was losing fair. my mind so that's i need fair. to go back and read it Absolutely. okay i need to do that i'm interested to see what's gonna go on with that side of the the story Same, as well that's gonna be a huge part of it huge so. huge and i wonder if like because uh they're obviously related, and that one should have been mm-hmm. the alpha of the pack. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's going to be like, oh my god, they were twins or something. I'm mm-hmm. not sure that it will be that direct. Or that's her her real mom. It wasn't. Sabine wasn't. No, no, no. It was this weird thing where it was like that person was a descendant of one of um, Sabine's siblings. Oh. Yeah. And my so bad. there is another direct, um, like bloodline or yeah another direct like fendier bloodline mm. person or whatever but isn't as like isn't in sabine's like immediate family oh i don't think personally yeah. i think that the reason why sabine is so worried about someone overthrowing her is i don't think she has the alpha gene i don't think so yeah either. yeah i think that she, she she fights super hard to keep control because she doesn't actually have control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that a great sense. point that's a great point um, um, yeah, but I'm interested to see where it goes. Absolutely. So should we do final or favorite lines? This, like, genuinely, it feels so, like, if, I know we have to stop now, but I'm like, there was so much in both of these books. I know there's so much we are not talking about, and I don't even remember mm. what I'm not talking about, but, like, Therian? I don't know. I feel like we didn't really talk about Therian. Therian. I, I'm interested as to what the point of Therian is going forward because <laughs> oh, no. no offense to Therian. Poor no, Therian. I really I really liked Therian, but it felt like every one of his chapters was him like I hate the queen yeah. in the water, whatever her name is. Right? Like, yeah. And he just sold himself to the Viper Queen. Yeah, just to get away from her. Like, I feel like I- we need some more context. Mm. I'm kind of confused about his I think it's supposed you're supposed to be confused about his whole situation mm-hmm. so I'm not yeah. too fussed about it but I'm kind of confused like why he hates the river queen so much I mean she seems kind of annoying but like she doesn't seem evil she's not as bad as the other like heads of the exactly. houses exactly yeah the vibe, as the far vibe as we know seems like much worse <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah I'm, he just, I'm just really confused he just does not want to be underwater is yeah, the thing like, even he, though he's a mer. Yeah, mer, 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 mer. Um, <laughs> one other. So I saw another theory that like kind of made me my my gut twist a little bit was um, picturing Hunt and Baxian in like the torture chambers together, yeah. and mm. Hunt like explaining how he's feeling this like loss of Bryce, <gasps> and and Baxian being like this is what it felt like when I lost Danica. Danica, Is this what it feels like? And he's like, no, no. then she's still alive. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. 
is like that just made my heart kind of like twist in itself of like hunt because like i think he will feel some degree of loss because she's on a different world yeah but like it won't be as strong as like baxian felt when danica actually died and And i wonder if like he's gonna feel some kind of betrayal because he's gonna think she's not coming back for me Oh, I don't think so. I, the one line that did trip me up was like, and then Hunt knew nothing at all. Did they wipe his memories or some shit? Um, I think that's normally how how they talk about someone blacking out or like, you know, okay. having a huge yeah. emotional reaction. But I mean, you could totally be right. I'm not sure. If they yeah, pull that shit. Point. But then it's like, okay, they they do have the mating bond. So it's like, I think if. She'd be if able that to is recover the, his memories. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, even if it's like not recover his memories, like they could, they'll still Damn, be though. able to be made. Or maybe Hunt isn't Endgame. I wouldn't like that. Maybe Hunt isn't Endgame. No, no. I finally accepted he was. <laughs> I still. Don't How trust would you him. guys feel about Danica being alive? I'd be like, what the fuck? Then I would truth truly feel like she's not a very good friend to Bryce because I would be very upset. Yeah, because it's yeah. been two years or whatever, and. Bryce has had to live with not only her death, but then yeah. resurfacing and finding out that she was hiding a bunch of things from her best friend. Yeah. Like, big, like, big things. And then, haha, I'm alive. Like, it's like on, Sherlock and John up. Watson. Sherlock coming back, like, surprise, I'm actually alive. And then John oh, being like, my fuck heart. you. It's yeah. still too soon. It's yeah. still too soon. Yeah, and I right. also just feel like, in terms of the writing, that would be kind of a ra- lazy writing mm-hmm. device. Mm-hmm. Because I think Sarah Mass is capable of doing such huge twists and turns. That, that should, it would just feel unsatisfactory to me. Like, just yeah. a cop out. Yeah. I, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Oh, there's so much. She, if she leaves things unanswered, she, I feel like she's pretty good at like answering all the questions that we have. Yeah. Eventually, you know? Mm, but actually, is she? Because the Akatar series <laughs> is still in the process of coming out. So, like, we don't actually know what the end of ends That's will be. That's true. That's true. To be honest, Sammy doesn't even know what the last 100 pages of the last Akatar book says because she hasn't finished it. I haven't finished it. Oh, my Akasif. gosh. I know. I need to finish it. I actually want to reread Akasif because apparently there's a lot of um, Easter eggs for Crescent City. <gasps> I think I'm just going to reread. All- I'm at the point where I'm going to start from the beginning. I'll power through. Oh, I have so you much bu- You want a buddy read? <laughs> yeah. yeah but again, I am waiting until summer to do this because okay, I am deal. stressing about school. This I feel week- like you're telling yourself that more than you're telling us that. I know. I know. I'm, as I'm looking up at Avatar on my uh, bookshelf. <laughs> longingly right now <laughs> this week for us was such a massive reading week we both read both of these crescent city books in four days total yeah i don't know how you them. were able to do that i also don't know how we were able it to was do you that. know what it was it was having an audiobook say exactly how much time was left yeah and putting the speed on like three times speed i'm a 3.5 oh bitch i'm a 3.5 i'm like let it go in my ear and i'll figure it out, I'll figure out but like rest. you read along with it so like you yeah. don't miss anything but it's, it yeah. makes you focus that's why i love listening to audiobooks while i'm yeah. reading i I'm actually like, have never listened to an audiobook oh my I god probably should try i highly recommend doing it while you're looking at the words on the page because then you're mm-hmm. like if for also, me it, i like it's so distracted so easily and i think about other yeah. things but when somebody's yelling in my ear very fast and <laughs> yeah. that doesn't things, sound fun <laughs> no it's good it's a good thing i promise <laughs> not to mention okay, with all of these fantasy books being able to pronounce because like if yeah. i'm reading a fantasy book and i it's like weird words i just like remember what the word looks like i don't yes. even say Same. a version yeah. of it in my head i'm just like oh it's yeah. that word okay yeah so it's like Absolutely. being able to actually like pronounce them 
That was like when I was in, when I was a wee lass and I read Twilight for the first time and I didn't know how to pronounce Carlisle. And then the (laughs) movies came out and I was like, Carlisle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's the worst. That is the worst. But I kind of, I kind of may have made peace with the fact that I'm going to say things differently and I kind of like it that I'm having this unique experience. Oh yeah. We we say all the time, books are for the readers. So mm, totally. if, if the author is choosing to make something a complicated made-up name, then they're going to have to <laughs> deal with the fact that nobody will say it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like they do that just to mess with us. They truly do. I mm-hmm. think SJM just likes to watch us all sound dumb. You know? Yeah. Like, Rysand, Resand. I don't like Rysand. Rysand. I say Resand. Resand. Rys. I read... Mm-hmm. Have you guys read the Trial Trilogy? No. No. I read it when I was like maybe ten. It was probably for twin, like twenty year olds. Um, <laughs> and I read it, and I called a character in that book. His name was Reese, and I called him Rice for the entire series. Oh. I was like, why did they name this guy after like a star? Like, why? Is he oh my god. Um, and there were other characters. I think the one character's name was Rhiannon. And I was like, I don't know what your name is, so I'm just going to call you R. And That's it was fair. a whole bunch of names like that. And so it's because of that I have it ingrained in my brain how to say Risan now. Because if I ever have to say Rice again, I think I'll start crying. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they name him after a starch? Absolutely. Exactly. Sent me. Why would they that do that? sent me. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Ten-year-old Asma was very confused. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm ready. I, I'll accept. Okay, we can that move on can now. Do. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I I didn't want the conversation no, okay. to be over. That's okay. <laughs> These were long books for a short conversation. Yes. Very yes. true. Um. What? Do you want to go first, Sammy? No, I do not because I don't know what my favorite line is for the first book. Okay, that's funny. I have the opposite reaction for the last book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have only two for the first book. One is on page two eighty. Of mm-hmm. the paperback. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being a party girl. I don't get why the world thinks there is. It's easier oh, for that. me when people assume the worst about what I am. It lets me see who they really are. Oh, yeah. I That's just love Bryce. I, I love, love that her. about Bryce. Yeah. And her my party girl persona is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. My other one was on 773. Big jump there. Um, <laughs> to live to love, knowing that it all might vanish tomorrow. It makes everything that much more precious. I just oh, like that. Nice. That was something Danica said. Yeah. Who, Danica? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Danica. Don't make me like you. Just so you can make Sorry, me angry. I just angry. Had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't have any from the first book, but I had a lot from the second book. <laughs> so, Go for it. Wait, I want oh, yeah, well, to say for my first book. Oh, sorry. For my first book. That's yeah, okay. Cool. That's okay. Uh, so this isn't necessarily, like, a favorite line, but I think it's my favorite, like, it was made me feel things when Bryce made the drop and Ugh. and Hunt was, like, literally giving her CPR trying to get her to come back and it was oh yeah i love that line i forgot about it <laughs> i love this and it was hunt hissed to bryce through his gritted teeth thunder cracking above him i heard what you said pump 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 went his powerful that's kind of annoying pump 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 <laughs> went his powerful arms <laughs> jesus why did you write that um what you waited to admit until i was almost dead you fucking coward the lightning <laughs> surged into her sending her body arcing off the ground as he tried to jumpstart her heart he snarled in here now come back say it to my face and, uh, can I just yes. say something about that? Yes. 
it really confused me because reading the second book, I knew that that had happened and I remembered it. But then they said, I love you for the first time and they acted as if it had never happened before. So what did yeah. she say to him? I don't like, know. did she say something else? Light it up. <laughs> no. Maybe. I don't no. know. I was just really confused. Sorry, that's a good that point. No, sense. that's a really good point. That is an excellent point. I didn't think about that. Huh. I did. Multiple times. <laughs> You picking up on things that we are not. Have you uh, seen people who are getting tattoos of light it up oh on gosh. them? I'm like, yes. we don't know if Danica's evil yet. Don't don't mark your body. That <laughs> but was like no, I saw some girl, some girl got Hunt's wings tattooed on her, and I was like, we don't know. Wait, I know. Game girl, like twelve. <laughs> we also like, I don't know. I feel like it's like, yes, I'll read SJM's books for now, but also with all of the shit around her, yeah. I don't know if oh, I same. want shit from yeah. her tattooed on me. Yeah, that same. Is. I'm all about getting bookish tattoos, but... Mm. Careful what you choose. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like Harry Potter has been fully reclaimed yeah. by the readers. Yeah, the yeah. girls' I mean, gays and theys have... They now own Harry they Potter. Own. Yes. Yeah. We this don't is, talk about it's, the it's author. Not the other person. Yeah. Yes. She, she who shall she, not be named. Exactly. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I think, in general, these books, I don't look... Like, because they're so plot and character-driven, heavy... I'm Mm -hmm. so in the plot and like that. I don't look for lines that I like nearly as much as I do in other books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I'm not there for deep quotes. Yeah, I also think I think that they're funny ones Mm -hmm. that I really enjoy. Yeah, Yeah, like Um, I think I think SJM's not one for like, oh my god, here's the line that makes you read the whole book. Here's the nugget of wisdom I just put in there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Oh, I. Asma, do you want to talk about your favorite lines from the second book? Oh, yes. I have so many. I'm sorry. That's anyway, okay. Take um, the first one, obviously, um, as much as it's a cliche, I'm sorry, is, hello, Bryce Quinlan. My name is Rizan. Yeah. When I read oh, that, yeah. my heart, I don't know what it did. It was not in my body. It's still not in my body, actually. This was a whole <laughs> week ago, and it's, it's gone from now. Um, but then the next one was, if you're looking for how not to be an asshole, it's shout between by loser and yep. get the fuck out. Love I that. love that one so much. Um, Bryce is just a sassy queen. I'm so excited. I love her. It. I love her. Which is great, because um, I I'm I have a hard time reading a semi-cringy main character. I love oh, Bryce. Same. And That's Bryce is amazing. Bryce is everything Bryce is so I hope to be. Yeah, I agree. I Same. agree. Guys, I bought nice underwear because of Bryce. I'm so happy I love that. Funny panties, and I bought ni- nice underwear because I wanted to be like Bryce. I, was <laughs> so, I thought it was so funny that the only underwear she ever owns is like fancy lingerie. Yeah, I was like, like, I was like, freaking like come on, in nice underwear. I'm like, bro, that's not accurate. But anyway, in sixty dollar underwear. Come on, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. And I love the way she had to torture Hunt. In the beginning, when she, like Hunt had to just watch her from the um, I don't the think she roof. was torturing him purposely. I think she uh, was just yeah, being I, her. Yeah, that's true. But it was torturing him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have two more. Yeah. So Hunt's voice was a thunderclap as he said behind her, "Light it up, Bryce." Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, that mm-hmm. Bryce is comfortable enough with Hunt that he can reclaim that phrase Exist. that she had with Danica exactly. and it doesn't necessarily, yes. you know, affect her in a negative way. I right. just thought that was really beautiful. Um, and then the last one is because of my salty feelings for Danica. Um, I want <laughs> to know what Danica was up to. I feel like she was always two steps, actually more like 10 steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And I want to know the full scope of it. I think that just describes Danica in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. Um, I just I'm gonna jump off of you because my favorite lines 
plural. It, honestly, I loved every time that Hunt and Bryce said, light it up to each other. Like my, I had a little heart palpitation every time. Like every single time they said it to each other, I have a little bookmark, a little sticky there. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think those are, that's just my, I'm just going to go with that as my favorite. And then obviously the last line, Reese. (laughs) Yeah. I have one. How could that not be a favorite line? Mm -hmm. I just loved their like professions of love to each other. Mm-hmm. you like, love love i do yeah yeah he pressed a kiss to her mouth the entire universe melted away with it it was only them would only be them dancing together souls twining mm-hmm. e- quote everything that ever happened to me it was all so i could meet you quinlan be here with Aww. you i'm yours forever <sighs> i love uh, that he calls her quinlan even in the me too. moments me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my heart <laughs> and, and even though it's another... not even her last name anymore too Oh, true. Okay, no, we don't acknowledge but, but it, that. Yeah, guy. we don't yeah, acknowledge that's... her. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about it. And then there's another one later in the book, 785, where he's like, I love you. I wish I'd said it more, but I love you, Quinlan. And his throat closed up, his eyes stinging, his lips brushed her brow. Our love is stronger than our time, greater than any distance. Our love that. spans across stars and Good. worlds. I will find you again, I promise. Oh, that hurt <laughs> pain nothing but pain oh my god i am just pain pure pain. pain truly Wait, uh there was another line where it was like ugh, fuck where is it oh here we go <laughs> um it was i loved flynn i have to say i loved like flynn and declan the little oh yes 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 okay. i love them Took too a while <laughs> yeah flynn and declan and it was when oh, this was on page 704 and flynn goes Hey, remember that time you wanted to marry me and wrote Lady Bryce Flynn <laughs> yeah. all, in all your notebooks? And Hunt choked, and I was like, oh my god, that is fucking hilarious. I love, I love Rune's little gaggle of friends. Yes. Same, same. And I love how easily they took Ethan in. It just shows yeah. what good people they are. Exactly. They remind me of like the Bat Boys bond, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yes. my yeah. god. They, they are totally the Bat Boys. Are the Ru- Bat Rune Boys. is Reese, <laughs> Flynn Rune is Cassian. Is Asriel is Declan. Yeah. Yep. Oh my there you god. Go. I did it. <laughs> you did it. You did. Did, it. did you have any songs that reminded you of these books? No. I did I don't ever not, listen honestly, to songs or while reading. So I only do sometimes. Sometimes we just like if the if the vibe of the book fits a song, we'll be okay. like, "Oh yeah, this one. This one." But even I can't even think of a Taylor Swift song. And usually I can. I don't, That's there's a just, shocker. There's a Taylor Swift song for everything. Exactly. But there are just too many things and too many plots and too many characters for there to be, like, mm. one song, I think. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. One thing we didn't talk about, Asma, have you um, watched Zootopia? <laughs> I have not. Oh, my God. Which I'm sad about. I, need to I haven't it, either. Actually. I have not either. Okay, okay, don't feel so bad then. Especially, yeah. like, the first book. I'm like, this is literally, like, a dark adult version of Zootopia. What? <laughs> it's again people I've seen the joke on the internet so much too of like, oh so Crescent City's just uh Zootopia. Okay, cool. Oh my gosh. Not I guess I'll watch Zootopia. that this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are taking a lot of my time away from me. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So I was thinking, like with, with with all the books I need to read and things I need to watch now. <laughs> I know. This week this uh this episode is the second we've recorded this weekend and now I'm like, wow, mm. we're so far ahead. I can like take a reading break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I have Great finals things. this week. Jesus, yeah, I'm oh my not okay. Good I'm, luck with that. Thank you. I I need it. And, and then reward really yourself it. with books. Yes, I will. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Any further remarks, y'all? Asma, do you want to Nothing talk a little about your podcast for a second? I would love to. That would be great. Thank you. Okay, cool. So um, basically, my podcast is called The Stars Who Listen, often my favorite book quotes, um, mm-hmm. because although Sarah J. Maas doesn't have that many deep quotes, for some reason, that one just really resonated yes. with me. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I don't really know why. Um, but anyway, so I when I started my podcast, I knew that it had to be named that. Um, what I do on my podcast is I basically have one segment where I interview your favorite bookish influences. So possibly people that you would know from Book Talk or Bookstagram, people who've had a massive impact in bookish space and have kind of you know influenced me in my reading journey some people have even you know influenced or had influenced me to start my bookstagram so it's been a real pleasure to get to talk to some of those people in the next segment I review my favorite books so some of the books that are coming out um, as we speak other books that I had read a while ago but really um, enjoyed Um, Mm -hmm. and so I review those for you guys and then the last segment is basically where I put up like a question box on my Instagram story asking people their opinions on certain bookish topics and then I react to those opinions um, oh, after fun. that. Um, it is kind of fun. I like getting to interact with the people that follow me and support me. And so that's really, really exciting. Um, but I really enjoy, you know, talking. As I said, I am a big, big, big mouth. Um, <laughs> in school, I was an avid debater. And um, I just, like, have a lot of love for speaking. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was, like, the natural progression for me. Um, and so, you know, I put a lot of work into it. And I really enjoy doing it. So I just hope that people enjoy it as much as I do. I love that. We love a good passion project. Yes. <laughs> um, but really, listen to your, listening to your guys' podcast has been such an inspiration to me as well. I've just really loved mm-hmm. um, listening to everything that you Stop. do. So thank you so much for having me on. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. <laughs> I think it was a big affirming moment when Sam was like, oh, my God, someone – emailed us and wants to be on (laughs) and I was like what (laughs) no no I saw you guys on like the you're on the top um, bookish podcast in South Africa you're on that that (gasps) Apple list what we are Um, (laughs) yes you are you were on number six or number seven or something um, which was really cool and so I I went to go listen to your podcast and when I did I was just so excited and I was like these people need to be my friends I'm a screenshot so cool (laughs) I'll send you a screenshot if I can still find it that's okay. so funny. Lord knows we don't know what our stats look like anywhere. <laughs> Apparently, Jeez. We're just here to read and talk about the books. That's it. So, we're, we're well, South Africa loves you. Wow, oh my that. god, we love you. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Send us a screenshot if you can find that. That's amazing. I will. I totally oh my will. God. Wow. Um, and so we're happy. happy. I'm. I feel like I made a friend talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, Big time. Uh, Dude, I have, like, Sam's the only person who reads the books I read. Yeah. And Sam, I love talking to you about books, but, like, more the more the merrier, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I totally. agree. And my feelings aren't hurt by that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys have been so, so fun to talk to. I just really, really love meeting other people who love books as much as I do. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's, like, the reason I started my books around. Because I needed to stop posting for people who had no idea what I was yeah. talking about yeah. on my WhatsApp story. I feel um, that. So I yeah. love making new, like, book reading friends. Oh, yeah, me too. And this has been so fun. And now we know who we can turn to when we want to do <laughs> Akatar Akita- Throne of Grass. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. The pressure is on. <laughs> um, are you guys ready to rate? Yeah. Okay. Asma, go ahead. Give us your rating. Okay. You can so rate like them not- separately or together, either whatever feels most comfortable for you on a five-star okay, scale. So <laughs> I think that the first one 
just because I didn't enjoy it the first time I read it, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to my guns and give it like a four out of five, just because mm-hmm. although I did enjoy it and probably would have given it a five out of five had I read it now, I just think that I need to kind of be like completely honest with myself. So I'm going to give it a four out of five. Fair. Um, and the second book, not to be immature or cringy, I'm going to give it an infinity out of five. Because, <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> because although Akita will always be my favorite book for nostalgia's sake, I think that this has overtaken it. So mm. just on that alone, because I never thought that would happen, I'm going to have to rate it that highly. I'm sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> no need to apologize. So that, well, Sammy's going to do the math for me today. Okay. Um, for me... I think I'm going to rate them together. I feel like with series, I like because I did read them right, like right off each other. Like there was mm. no time between. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to do five stars <laughs> for <laughs> both of them. Um, just I, I feel like with these books, I do go into them with like, I'm going to fall in love with the characters and the plot. And I'm not there for beautiful, impeccable writing or like, yeah, like mm-hmm. these really mm-hmm. wise lines. It's based off of what I went in there for. I was fully satisfied. <laughs> so, five stars. <laughs> I love that. Join the five star club. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think the f- after reflecting, I think the first one for me was a four, mm-hmm. just based on. Um, there were just so many characters in the beginning. Like yeah. I had a, I, I picked a color to tab for new character introductions. And in the first like 50 pages, I used a hundred tabs. <gasps> and I think that's a bit much that for, is a bit for much. characters. So I was excessive. just kind of really lost until like 400 pages in. And then I was kind of vibing. Um, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the second one, I think because I was, kind of bored in the beginning i can't i feel like i can't give it a five for that mm. but i will give it like a 4.5 for that <laughs> so final rating if i uh, can we not yeah can that's we, fine like, can we just not <laughs> it's somewhere between a 4.5 and a five is the final yeah. rating there's yeah. this in there let's go like four seven five for okay. the sake of pretending we did the math um but then yeah. i will like give it an affinity yeah, so, so we're giving it like oh yeah, so I it's between know. a four and an it's infinity. Four point nine 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 nine. It's it's yeah. a yeah. No, I'm joking. Mine's a five, guys. Infinity's yeah. a bit it's a bit excessive. <laughs> well, I think that's oh a pretty God. fair rating for for uh, especially a new release and a, a new connecting into a series that we yes. already like. You know, definitely. I'm interested to see where it goes. Anybody have any final remarks before we outro? Nope. Not really. Okay. All right. Uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Asma, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Do you have anything else you'd like to plug? Other projects, socials, etc.? Well, I'd really, really like to thank you guys for having me on. I just had so much fun talking to you, like I said. So thank you for having me on. Um, I'd really like uh, appreciate it if you guys could check out my podcast. Like I said, it's called To The Stars Who Listen. And you can also check out my bookstagram by the same name. Woo! Uh, Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Skorstad. 
And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Queenie by Candace Carty-Williams. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.